I'm Kyle. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. And I'm Drew with a U. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say... And I'm Handsome Drew. Not me, not Hermione, you. <laughs> Look at that, it's fine. <laughs> and this is not... And this is not... And this is not... This is not the podcast you deserve. Welcome to episode 173 of Not the Podcast You Deserve. We are talking about The Last of Us, episode 8. Hey guys, after such a bummer of last week's episode, which we all agreed sucked, episode right? Nine. Yeah. Huh? It's episode 9, right? No, this was 8. It's episode 9? Nine? 9 is the last one. That's next week. Man. It's the last of The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the last one we saw was episode 8. Can we all agree on math here? The penultimate episode. Yep. Yeah, you're right. I was wrong. Mark it. <laughs> One more time. My my earphones aren't working. Mark it. Yeah, that's going in the intro. Uh, tonight, I'm Kyle. The other guy is Drew. And we've got Will Baker with us as we Woo! talk The Last of Us. Um, Bake, we had a somewhat interesting discussion last week. I really disliked the mm-hmm. flashback episode of episode seven. I thought it took away a lot mm-hmm. of the steam and the momentum the show was building up. It took away the best part of the show, which is Ellie and Joel's reactions. Reaction is not the word. Relationship. Yeah, that one works. Ellie and Joel's relationship gave us none of that. And uh, I kind of just thought it was overall boring. Did you feel the same about episode seven? I uh, did feel the same about episode seven. I watched it tonight, and I actually kind of fast-forwarded through it. <laughs> I don't. You didn't miss anything, in my opinion. Crawford disagreed I, with me. I, I disagree. I I knew what had happened already because of Twitter, and so um, I was like, "Well, I already know what's going on." And I had watched the first like fifteen minutes of it last week, and then just was like, oh, "I don't want to watch this." Because it just ended, episode six, I guess, ends on such a cliffhanger that I literally was like, why would I want to do anything else? Yeah. I just want to know what happens Total buzz next. Kill. Which um, maybe yeah. was a stroke of genius by the writers and the producers of this because episode six was left you on a huge cliffhanger. Episode seven was a huge dud in my opinion. And then episode eight came back and totally redeemed themselves because this episode was awesome. Um, starts with Ellie uh, leaving Joel, uh, not to die this time, but to go find food. And she runs into two people that we don't know a whole lot about at this point. Other than, what's his name? Is it Dave? Pastor Dave? No, David. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like David and name. James. David. Yeah, they, they only picked Bible names to, to talk about cannibals. So, <laughs> and that's a, so, so when, when they showed up and, and he was. That's the episode. <laughs> As soon as David quoted scripture, I looked at my wife and was like, well, he's going to be really weird in this episode. And she started laughing because she knew the twist that was coming. But I was like, any time that a, a Christian man is depicted on HBO, it does not end well for that character. No, no religious zealots do not go well, especially religious zealots that are in a post-apocalyptic world. It's like, yeah, it didn't no just happen to that. survive, you know, the first Baptist church of Monarch because you're like, ah, yeah. <laughs> We're just like real good at tithing and not drinking. It's like, no, you guys did some weird stuff. That's the only way that you survived. Yeah, and it also just didn't help that he was quoting Revelation. Oh like, yeah. Sure. You know. Yeah, that's a 
dead giveaway. <laughs> dead yeah. giveaway of a cannibal. Yeah, he starts, <laughs> Revelation says, and you were like, you were going to do some effed up stuff today. <laughs> <laughs> bad things follow this guy. You are, you are the bad guy. <laughs> um, so, so, like, I at no point was like, oh, I wonder if they'll team up with Joel and Ellie. And I don't think that that was really ever even kind of presented to you. Because, correct if I'm wrong, nope. don't we first see David and he quotes the quote scripture and then smacks the little girl across the face? He doesn't, he, he doesn't smack her across he, he the doesn't... face till later in the episode. But he does oh, okay, give good. some weird, yes. like, I'm disappointed in you right now for crying. And like we're gonna talk about well, it later. It, yeah. He gives like a like a weird vibe about it, but you're like, oh, maybe he's caring. Maybe that was I. I you couldn't quite get his vibe, but it doesn't seem great. Yeah, Will, what the you weird, got? Yeah, and the weird vibe. Well, the weird vibe really gets like underscored when um, she asks if they can bury her dad. Yeah, yeah. And he says no because the ground's too cold. But he's saying no because. We gonna eat that guy. Yeah, the so, the weirdest vibe was when she asked that, and before he answered, he looks pauses. Yeah, yeah, like, and he looks at James, and James kind of like shakes his head. Yeah, and he's like, "No, we can't do that." And it's like, "Yeah, why can't you?" I was gonna say, I pretty quickly when that happened, I was like, "Ah, they're eating people." Like that's kind of if yeah. that wasn't a dead giveaway later on when they're putting the meat down to put in the soup. And they're like, should the lady's like, what is that? And he's like, venison. Venison. <laughs> think, well, it's definitely not venison. Oh yeah, it's definitely not deer meat. Yeah, that's yeah. what we could take away from that. I yeah, we all felt that. And then I also felt weird when they all sat down to eat uh, halfway through the episode, and some of them are like scarfing it down, and James is sitting there looking at it like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, yeah. he's gonna eat it anyway. Yeah. James, uh, yep. correct if I'm wrong, James, the actor who voiced Joel in the video yeah. game, right? That was James? Yeah. Cool. That's a nice yep. little touch. I like that. Um, but before, man, I just, hold on. Before we go like too far away from this, you started the episode by talking about Ellie leaving Joel and going out and her, you know, she interacts with David and James, whatever. Yep. You talked about how yep. like seven was really a letdown leading into eight, coming into it. I did say that. I yeah. think right. I think that seven was very important into the introduction of eight of Ellie leaving Joel and going out and doing stuff because you don't really think of Ellie as being an independent, I can go take care of mm-hmm. myself person in the first six episodes. Yeah. And yeah. you start to have that mindset as a viewer because of what you see in seven. Now that happened in a previous time period but you're seeing it right now before you see eight right. so your brain is conditioned to think of ellie can take care of herself and then you see her go out into the wilderness and you have this idea that she's like motivated and she can do it and she can take care of herself whereas previously if you saw ellie out and about in the world you've been like well she can't do anything without joel like she's gonna die real quick well, you talk about too, like episode seven is is definitely important for us. These two episodes are like all about Ellie and her kind of coming to, I don't know, like I, I would guess this is her like her crescendo on the show. Like Joel's had his character arc 
and build, and then they almost like, you know, they they stab Joel and he go he, he goes to sleep for two episodes, and you really see this like buildup of Ellie's character and like this episode really underscored like some of the weird things that you saw in episode seven where she was like really like kind of giddy and fascinated by the dead guy and she starts laughing and like has like this high after they kill the clicker and um you see like then uh david starts talking about like you have a violent heart yeah and you see like that really comes to total fruition like we can get to the end later about how you expected one thing to be the end result and then it ends in another way but you know i i do think that the two episodes were necessary in terms of like the through line being like seeing like the full breadth of ellie's character and and violence yeah no i i totally agree but that's why i think seven was good but kyle and i totally disagree (laughs) (laughs) and i totally disagree and here my 15 minutes why no i do think um almost every episode of this show thus far has essentially shown you like a pair or a grouping of people one of which is the protector and the provider and the other one which is baggage is not the right word but it's the person who needs to be cared for in order to survive you know sure whether it was henry and his little boy or it was oh uh, Ron Swanson and the guy from Hotel Lotus, the White Lotus, um, the commune of people. And, you know, obviously Joel and Ellie throughout. Now you kind of see the switch where now Ellie can go and provide for Joel and protect Joel. Yep. Um, and also stab him in the middle of his infected wound mm. with penicillin. I'd like a Which nurse to, to come and tell me. To be fair, if you don't know anything you want about me to call anything, Chloe real quick? Yeah. Like, if you're going to give someone an injection, you would go, well, this looks like the bad spot, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, like... I agree. Yeah, like, common sense tells you uh, most effective right here. <laughs> yeah, why, yeah why I would, I would totally agree. I also, I also, uh, she did it, and I was like, that's what I would do, and then I started thinking about it, and I was like, I don't know where else I'd put it either. I feel like if, I feel like my immediate thought were like, if I stick it in the arm... What if it that just goes longer? into my forearm? Like, yeah. <laughs> what, what do I do? Yeah, isn't it just going to stay there? What if there's an infection in the forearm and it's like, this is the infection we need to treat? I don't know how medicine works, guys. Married to a nurse. I, I texted my, my nurse sister. Um, I said, are you supposed to inject penicillin directly into an infected wound asking for a friend? And she sent me 17 question marks and then called me. In the middle of the in the middle of the episode, I was like, oh, I probably should have prefaced. I'm watching The Last of Us, and I have questions about a thing I just saw. When I say um, a friend, I meant I'm fine. Pedro Pascal. <laughs> I, I miss my dear friend Pedro Pascal. I'm very worried about him. Um, yeah, the rest of my notes are just all about cannibal soup, which I don't think is really uh, worth going into. So I, I will say this: uh, as far as do you think it's seasoned well? <laughs> I loved. Uh, the way that they introduced David's group. I don't know what we're going to call them. The the sheep. The, that's what David called them. I'm going to call them the sheep for the rest of the episode. So when David, as the shepherd, introduced his sheep. Cannibal soup for the soul. Ooh, okay. Also viable options. Um, Interesting. They The show did a really good job of showing them as a new religious movement, which is like the new way of saying cult. Um 
and they and like they right. fit all the classic characteristics. Um, there's a charismatic leader uh, who rules with some kind of violence or deception or shame and guilt, fear. Uh, yeah, fear. Uh, they often are chased out of one place to another. Uh, you saw this a lot throughout history with with new religious movements. Um, the Mormons were like a big one of these. Uh, and so when he talked about we started in Pit- Pittsburgh and then we kept going oh, west cool. and like, you know, we we kept having to move. That's what cults do. They just keep going to places till mm-hmm. like, no one will bother them anymore. Um, and then there's always usually some kind of like weird sex thing as well. And I was waiting <laughs> for that one to show up. Like they they had triggered all the other boxes, and I was like, I'm waiting for this one to show up. And then the cannibal thing happened. I was like, All right, maybe that's going to be the weird sex thing. And then David was the weird sex thing, and I was like, All right, yeah, yeah you you hit all the boxes. The trifecta, yeah, you got them all. <laughs> you are a cult. Oh. Did she? Did he start being a a creeper to her? Yeah, 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 In yeah. I was trying cell. to just, I, I you know. So yeah, I only started. I only watched it ten minutes ago, and I already forgot the order of events in the episode. So well, to be fair, it's mainly between two characters and in different states of snow. Um, so that's the majority of it. <laughs> um, the you know, I was listening to Ryan Aries' breakdown of the episode, and he went on and on about how great the twist was and stuff. And like, I didn't fall for the bait. I didn't take the bait at all that this guy might be good. No, no. Um, and so I. I kind of disagreed with that. What 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 was the twist that he was saying? The twist was that was it that he, he was, was a, a bad guy? bad guy. Yeah. Oh, and really, the twist comes when uh, he and Ellie are sitting in the little lodge thing, and he goes, "You know, one our one of our girls just lost a father uh, to a crazy man who was traveling alone with a little girl." And then the guy's behind Ellie with a gun, and that's the oh no, they're they're she's trapped. These aren't good people. And I was like, that was a hundred percent what was going to happen. I I did not I knew that they were going to be bad. I didn't see I thought that was a cool like writing thing that that they Yeah, that, that those raiders that, the, that they encountered. Yeah, and that the dad that we were mourning the loss of at the beginning in this cult was the guy that it's Joel killed. Same guy. Yeah. yeah. The the other kind thing I like about it, it it's and, it's a nice little it's a nice little bow, but mm-hmm. it, I wouldn't have called that a twist. The, the thing yeah. that I like about that reveal was that what I remember about episode six and I could watch it again, but like from my first viewing, I don't remember that guy's face at all. Like it's kind of blurry you know, they're struggling the whole time. It's truly like the video game version of like faceless man. This is just some NPC. You, yeah, you yeah. kill him once and you move on. You don't, you don't think about him anymore. Yeah. And it turns out later well, I think... that had consequences for killing that guy. Sure. Now, granted he stabbed you first. So, like, what are you gonna do? Right. Um, and also, it also I makes do think me that laugh that's also... that every time in this show that like a group of raiders attacks them, and then he Joel kills one of them because they attacked him so, without yeah. fail. One of the one of them in the background goes, "You," and like. You're going to have to bleep that out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, like, they're always surprised. Like, they're infuriated that he would yeah. kill one of their like, people. You were, gonna, you were going to kill him. Exactly. But they're like, he got how the jump on dare you. you? The audacity that you would kill yeah. us instead. 
if you're reading further into the idea of like, hey, that was like a nothing guy that he killed when you first watched it in six, if anything, it, it, like I think you could probably argue it's it's there to make a point of like you know to Ellie at least like there are consequences and yeah. that kind of stuff. I don't I don't know how anybody doesn't see anything coming in this show. Yeah, like it, it, it's it's maybe the like I love it. I'm having a blast watching it. Nothing is surprising in it. If you're introduced to a new character, likely that they're going to be dead in the next 40 minutes. You just yeah. got to accept that and move on. <laughs> they are going to die. The the one I want to get to now, you had mentioned how this was like Ellie's crescendo of her arc, I guess. I thought this was the best Joel moment of the whole show when he just kills and tortures those two dudes mercilessly. Oh, I that was so awesome. That was the best scene that was so good. of the whole show. When he stabs that dude in the kneecap, then puts the bloody knife in his mouth and is like, point to it on the map. And then the point guy's to like, I told is. you the truth. He's like, I believed you. And then just stabs him in the heart or whatever. Oh, and then he just... No, he says... No, he the guy says, like, he told you the truth. Yeah, that's when he And he goes, death I know. I, yeah. be- <laughs> I believed him dude, and just... That was awesome. Yeah. Um, that was, I, I stood up and applauded. I was like, so yes, Joel's even before even before that happened, when Joel's in the basement, dead, basically, yeah. and Ellie just hands yeah. him a knife, and then that guy gets down there, you're like, oh, well, he's going to find him, and Joel's not on the bed. You're like, all right, where's Joel at? Where Where's Ninja Joel? And then he just comes out of the shadows, yeah, also, just straight up weakened at burning him, just like dead weight <laughs> yeah. to the back of the neck. Like, if he had missed, like, Joel's dead for sure. Done. Yeah. But, yeah, just straight yeah. dead the, weight to the back of the neck with, uh, with that knife. Amazing. I also love, like, you could, there is this, like, blind trust. Like, Joel doesn't like doing those things. You know, that's part of his past, obviously. And But she tells him, like, she gives him the knife. And she's like, there are men coming. If they find you, kill them. Kill them all. And so, like, he, he, like, you know that that's what's going to happen. One, like, you're like, well, they're going to find him and he's going to kill him. But also, like, the minute he's in there, you're sitting there like, oh, my gosh, Joel's got these two guys tied up and he's just going to kill him. Like, that's the only thing that's going to happen at the end of this scene. He's not leaving these guys for for anything Man, that was so awesome i thought that torture scene was important as a viewer of joel because it, te- yeah. it tells us that like joel's back baby like we're yeah. we're in it like he's not sick on the couch anymore like he's back in this thing and he may not have his a game but he's bringing a strong b plus uh yeah. he he's bringing well, it. also it's it's very like like it really is i i think the biggest moment in the show where he's like i have incredible capacity to you know kill yeah i and i have an incredible like, capacity for violence I, yeah 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 and then so you get that which i thought was maybe the best joel scene to the best scene for ellie too um which my knock on this show has been anytime yeah. that joel and ellie aren't uh having banter that's my favorite part of it I thought it was really cool that they gave me this episode where they're both doing awesome things outside of each other. And I think that shows growth of the characters. Um, But when Ellie's being interrogated by creepy David in the cell, 
and she like goats him into putting his hands on the rail and she breaks his finger. And I was like, yeah, girl, this doesn't end well for you, but I love, love that you pulled that move out. And then they pick her up and they put her on the table. And I was like, man, I just don't think Ellie's going to get out of this. And then she pulls out the, I've been infected. And I was like, oh, that's right. There are zombies yeah. in this TV show. We've only seen two of them in <laughs> yes. eight episodes. But I, I forgot. That, yeah, it's been a been minute. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, and then sink her chop, um, James, uh, or yeah, Joel actor from the video first, game. first Joel in the in the Cleaver, thro- first Cleaver Joel, him right yeah. in the neck. First Joel yeah. one twenty seven. Joel gets stabbed in the neck with a butcher knife. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. And then my wife told me that in the game when Ellie is hiding from David in the resort place. She said that was the hardest part of the game, and she died probably close to 600 times trying to complete that level because you have to sneak around him and jump on the back of him. And I thought that was interesting because that was the most tense that I felt in this oh, show so far. Is Ellie just like yeah. grabbing a knife and like, you know, throwing a, a wood, uh, a log that's gotten fire at him? And I'm like, that wasn't even close to him, but then realize it sets everything on fire. That was the most tense that I've been so far in the season. So I have two quick comments. One, um, Ellie in the cell, like when she first wakes up and is figure out what figuring out what's going on, I thought that that was some of the best acting she's done because that's the first time we see Ellie in a truly like uncomfortable situation. Like, yeah, she's mm-hmm. she's not with anybody she knows. She's lost, alone, confused. Uh, she's not she doesn't have her like normal ignorantly cocky attitude she is scared and she portrays that very very well and i thought that that was um a cool acting job that she did with very little words or anything like that it was just in the way that she portrayed her character physically uh that you could tell it was different than every other episode she had been in so far Uh, i thought that was really cool yeah, and this whole this whole episode, like you, this whole thing, this whole episode, you could tell, like, really affected her. Um, yeah, because she really does stumble on like to a totally depraved situation. Um, you know, she, if you're a fourteen year old girl, then, that's got to be the worst situation yeah. you could possibly find yourself in. That is terrible. Because uh, when when she kills him at the end, which you know we can talk about how I. That I wasn't tense in that like scene because I kept expecting Joel just to kick down the door. So yeah. the fact that he didn't was a really great bait and switch. Yeah. Um, and it also like was so like because you know he then attacks her and all of the implications of what he's trying to do and the way that she kills him. And I remember being like like the, my immediate thought when she like ran out of the the restaurant. I was like, yeah. I would, I would probably react like that too, and and want to kill someone that I would want to make them that dead. But then I just realized, like, oh, but she also saw like the depths of how this man was like manipulating people, mm-hmm. eating people, like, and so, anyways. Yeah, um, I feel like we glossed over with the term there of killing someone. She chopped him up into a billion pieces. There yeah. was so much. She blood. chopped him up into a lot of little pieces. Just yeah. like he was going to do to her. Just yeah. like yeah, he was going to do to her. Nice. Nice. Um, I have to ask you guys a question. If you're Ellie, 
just killed a man, sure. running for your life. You know what's sure. directly behind you, a monster. And you get to a door that leads you to outside into freedom. And it's locked. Is your first move to turn around and go, I think I passed a burning log. I'm going to grab that. Or is it to, I'm going to throw myself out of this giant glass window next to me. Because that's immediately what I thought. Like when I saw it, I was like, well, she's going to go out the window. Yeah, I thought the same thing too. I was like, just jump out the window. I think that's maybe me seeing too many action movies of just being like, I mean, like I'm going to get cut, but like I'm going to be okay. Uh, Like I'm literally flinging myself out of this window and I'll see you later. (laughs) <laughs> and I'll catch you guys. I think, later on. and I, I do think that we all, because of the amount of action movies that we've seen, maybe think it's a lot easier to throw ourselves out of a window. <laughs> oh, I can do it. <laughs> Tell me I can't. Tell me I can't right now. <laughs> I, 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 I definitely think that we can do it. I know what but is happening this week. I don't I'm know. Coming if, over to your place, we're going to test every window in your house. Yeah, this sounds like. <laughs> I don't know if. This sounds like a very important sponsorship that we need it. at Not The Podcast You Deserve. Uh, I don't know how much it costs uh, to buy a pane of, of glass, but whatever it is, I'll find it and we'll put up a, a GoFundMe or a link or something. Sure. And if we raise that money, Kyle's going to go through that glass. The best man, man, maybe the best moment. No, not the best moment, but the one that broke me of this whole season is as Ellie stumbling away after just chopping up Campbell uh, David yeah. into a billion pieces and she's covered in blood and she's stumbling out into the snow and then Joel comes up behind her and she starts to, to hit him because like, he might be a bad guy, who knows? And she realizes it's Joel and she just like crumbles in his arm and he says, it's okay, baby girl, I got you. And I was like, I oh got my you. God, baby girl. It's <laughs> a baby girl now. <laughs> Do you know the only other time? He said yeah. that to Do you know the only other time he said the phrase Yep. Episode yeah. one. Baby girl. The only time he said that. Oh my gosh. I was uh, so that was that was a puddle of tears. Yeah, that was a, that was really good. Yeah. It was really just like a excellent episode overall. Um I saw someone the only thing I saw about this episode on Twitter was one person tweeted like this is the best episode since episode three. And I was like, Ooh. So I'm excited. So in addition to uh him holding her and saying, It's okay, baby girl, I got you. Earlier in the episode, Ellie comes upon David and James, like when they see the deer that she killed, and they say something about mm-hmm. like, "Is your dad around?" Yeah, and she mm-hmm. just goes, "Stand over there!" Like she doesn't refute it. It was a small thing, but every yeah. other time that it's happened in the show, she's been like, yeah. "He's not my dad," and she's like yeah. really quick to point yeah. it out, no matter what the circumstance was. And maybe it's like, hey, there's more yep. important things to talk about right now, which I get. But also, she just no, didn't. Like that. She didn't even acknowledge it. She like was yep. willing to I, accept I, it and was telling them to do something else. I like that. Okay, so there's there's one episode left of this season, and I don't know how the season ends. Um, do you have any predictions, any hopes, any dreams? Besides, season two begins filming like immediately, so we can get it. Yeah, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need it uh, immediately. Will, what do you think? I know what happens in the games. Don't say it. The Crawford doesn't know. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not gonna. Yeah, I won't say. I am more so curious to see if they stick with everything that happens in the games, and that's the way they tell it. Because the second game 
is widely regarded as bad. Um, okay, I didn't know that. And so I'll, yes, I have heard that there's an idea that they may go like the Game of Thrones route and okay. start to detach from the source material. Um, but I just think it's going to depend on how long they want it to go on. Um, Interesting. Okay. So, I knew that my, I, I know if I've I heard think, that the second game is not as good as the first game. I didn't know that people vehemently did not like it uh, or for the most part. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard, I've not, I've not played either. I've just read about them and it's, it's kind of, it's, to my understanding, it's kind of night and day. Um, but the, is like the reception of the two. But, so, it'll be interesting. I think that the, I hope that they kind of tie the story up well, but lead to something else. Um, but obviously, they're not going to solve everything. So Yeah, my, my prediction is that they're going to find some kind of of medical people and they're going to be like uh, what there's nothing what do you want us to do about this like we'll take yeah, some blood no samples care. but like there's like you're an anomaly like what do you want us to do like we can't recreate this yeah congratulations and no, I, and they're just that. like sent back into the wilderness to be like oh no what do we do now yeah do you uh did you watch the walking dead crawford I watched it for several seasons, no. like lots and lots okay. and lots of seasons, but like if I didn't remember, finish it all the way through. It might've been the end of like season two or season three, maybe where like, they were like, Oh, we got to get to this, you know, science base or whatever. They'll have like the an answer. season two. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get there and then the, it's just one dude in like a lab coat. He's like, I got nothing. I'm, I'm just as lost as you guys are. That moment of being so helpless of like, Oh no. I thought this was the end game. I think we're going to get that sort of reveal yeah. um, in episode nine where they meet up with the fireflies yeah, or whatever and they're like, a cure? What, what do you want us to do with her? What, we might kill her. She's infected. You know, I feel like that'll be the end of it. Yeah, I, I can't wait for them to find out that like the fireflies have actually just been like saying there is hope out here, but like there is actually no hope. They're, they're just like propagating that to, you know, all of their little factions around the country to keep them you know recruiting people and keep the machine going but they're actually like no there's nothing to do over here we're just trying to create our own power i wouldn't be shocked if there's some semblance of like a maybe there it's not that like there's no cure but you know they kind of get betrayed by the fireflies or whatever and it kind of continues on this like it's just the two of them Here's here's my hope for episode nine, the the finale of the first season. I would really, really, really like to see some zombies and some people shoot some zombies. That would be that would be high on my list of priorities of things I'd like to see in the zombie show. Would be some and I get it, it's not a zombie show, whatever. I still would like to see it. I would still like to be reminded of the threat that is the imminent threat. That is out there every once in a while. I think you're going to see some zombies. You're going to see some zombies. Yeah. You're going to yeah. see some clickers, some some bloaters, some slinkies. You're going to see the whole thing. I don't want to see any more slinkies. No more slinkies, please. I don't what want are, any more. What are, which ones are the slinkies? That's Ooh. that's in Kansas City when the little girl comes and like flips her entire body over girl. the seat. And then she flips her entire body <laughs> yeah. over the, the headstone. 
And yeah, she she's to a be slinky. clear, Crawford yeah. made that name up. I don't think that is canon. <laughs> I don't but think. I don't... Tell me I'm wrong. It, it fits. Where's it the fits lie? Well. Bloaters, Bloaters is the canonical name for them, apparently. Yeah. So is Clickers. I I remember watching the Kansas. Yeah, I remember watching the Kansas City episode. And at the end, I just Googled what was up with that big one <laughs> at the end of the Kansas City episode. And they were like. I did see somebody that was like, according to the 2003 Kansas City Chiefs uh, lineup, this bloater was probably this lineman and like found like the biggest dude on their team. And was like, this is this is probably that bloater. (laughs) That's funny. I love that. Well, and I love the show. Good stuff. And I love the show. Good stuff. And I really love Joel and Allie. And I hope they get to be together forever. I hope nothing bad ever happens to either of them. Except for all of the bad stuff that's already happened. Ever again. <laughs> ever again. Yeah. Ever again. Well, we'll catch you next week in Not the Podcast You Deserve as we break down the finale of The Last of Us. Stay tuned for our next episode. It's a video pod, and it's a supervillain draft. Next on Not the Podcast You Deserve. Thanks, babe.